This is a HeadGum Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Your specific facts will almost always change the outcome, and you should always seek an attorney before doing anything. Literally anything. Ryan Morrison is an attorney licensed in New York, and Austin and O'Connor are just normal humans not licensed to do anything anywhere. Proceed with caution. It's May 1998, and the new Godzilla movie is out. Austin, a huge fan of Godzilla ever since the old movies and the Nintendo game where you breathed out fire whenever your scales were lighting up and you're able to destroy tanks. I think he was, I think you're on the moon too. Went to go see Godzilla. The movie had finally been remade and he was sitting in the theater excited and he couldn't wait. And then he realized as he was watching the movie that he wasn't, he wasn't seeing the Godzilla he loved. He was seeing little tiny Dinosaur Godzillas in a mall. They were chasing people around, and and there was no there was no joy in the movie, and and, and Austin's heart died a little bit. Hello, and welcome to Robot Congress. I am Austin Hoffman. I'm Ryan O'Connor, and once again, we don't have a Ryan Morrison to balance us out. He's traveling the world or the land. He's traveling the Disneyland right now, right? He's- it's Disneyland. That's the one in California. Isn't they in Disney World? I don't know. I had that. I had this discussion earlier with Cynthia, and she said that Disney World was the one in Florida because that's that the one when he said Disney. Wait, I thought he was in the California. I don't know. California. Cali- that's where he lives. California. He lives. He lives out there. So that's the one he's at. I'm sure, not the one in Florida. He didn't go cross country to go there. Anyway, yes, we are having a fantastic episode of disappointments. Think yes. games and and media and maybe even books that have that have built us up and then let us down and made us incredibly yes. sad. Just like you're disappointed that Ryan Morrison isn't here, we're going to give you some fresh batches of disappointing things that let us down. Oh, it's fine. They come here for us. (laughs) There's just so much to cover with this. And I guess we can start with the Godzilla movie because I loved Godzilla as a kid. They had the cartoon, which was, again, it was weird, but I guess it was appealing to me as a kid. And I played the NES video game, which I don't think I ever got past the first or the second level because it was really hard. But I have so many memories of Godzilla. Yes, and we're talking about Godzilla from '98, not the new one that came out with Brian Cranston and, Which I did and the not guy see. that played the guy that played Quicksilver in Avengers Two. The 1998 Godzilla, it, it was like a monster movie in a mall, and the monsters were. It was like watching Jurassic Park in a mall. Yeah, well, you thought like, okay, here we go. Now we've got some sort of CGI going on. Now we get CGI. Plus Godzilla, it's going to work out great. Yeah. All right, well, who's the cast? Who do we got? Oh, Matthew Broderick. I'm like, all right, okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Ferris Bueller was cool, but, it, you know, it's it's 12 years after that, so I'm sure that Matthew Broderick will do just fine. And you got Hank Azaria, the guy that does all the voices for The Simpsons. He's funny. It, it could, be, could be good. Yeah, I definitely didn't look at the cast list before I saw it because I was, what, it was 1998, so I, so I was 10? Oh my god, oh no, no, so I was 12. I definitely wasn't looking at cast lists when I was 12. You never saw Ferris Bueller before then? Not until I was probably 16. Fair, alright. So I was super excited to watch a Godzilla movie. I actually saw this in theaters, and I was incredibly let down. Well, I say that because I never go see movies in theaters. I, I see like one movie a year maybe in a theater. But I saw this, I saw this in theaters, and it was incredibly disappointing. I was really really sad that what little Godzilla I got was nothing like the Godzilla that I had seen in the movies uh, in the in the in the older horrible movies and in the equally weird video game because uh, I'm pretty sure that he was on the moon and uh, and, and but still I, and I've watched Godzilla with Godzuki uh, in cartoons and you know what was better than the movie Godzilla with Godzuki with in the cartoons. Godzuki. With Godzuki. I forgot about Godzuki. Yeah. Yep. It was Godzilla's like nephew or something, which is an interesting thing. Why to do they put always the have that? It's like you got you got Scrappy Doo, you got you got the kids from DuckTales. There's always just some nephew around that's coming along to mess with <laughs> the father's never you. there. <laughs> so it's I think it's always a story of like a broken family and the uncle taking care of the kids. I didn't know Godzilla came from that. a broken family. I okay. just well, okay, see, the only instance of this, I mean, we can't speak to his legitimacy as a father. What were you oh, most the, mad the, at, at at the movie? I, I I think it really is the fact that I didn't get anything like Godzilla. And I think, well, actually, see, I think my favorite part about Godzilla was 
was what were the movies where he fought other giant monsters. Fair. Now, and there was okay none of that. With the with the fact that Godzilla was asexual and could shoot out eggs. I thought that was kind of weird, but how? But I mean, he's a giant monster, so if he's gonna be able to continue his own line without like Monster Island, I, I guess that's how they made it happen. Yeah, I mean, he just took giant two hundred egg dumps in in Madison Square Garden. Well, see, I, yeah. it could have also worked that he was on Monster, or I, that that in this case, if if Godzilla was a female or it was some kind of weird monster where it was a male that carried eggs, whatever. But if he if he'd gotten the eggs like. If he'd gotten the eggs fertilized before he left Monster Island and then came to Manhattan with the fertilized eggs and dropped them off there, then that also could have worked. Okay, but I mean, Godzilla's asexual in this movie. He's not a he. He it, it Godzilla is an is a they almost to yes. use twenty seventeen terms. He yes. is a they. Or of course, an it. that was. Oh, way I before. guess you could be if you're a lizard, you could be an it. Could you? Well, if you're it? a monster, if you're a literal monster, I guess you could call Godzilla an it. Uh, I usually would have called it a he. Because I thought of him as Godzilla, not not they or it or she. Uh, anyway, Godzilla can be whatever they Godzilla be. can be whatever Godzilla wants to be. We could just call Godzilla Godzilla. So you, so this was it. This was worse than Phantom Menace for you. Uh, this was. See, I have Godzilla stained into my brain. Phantom really? Menace. I've re. I've see. I've rewatched Phantom Menace multiple times. I've never rewatched the Godzilla movie because I don't feel like I need to. Phantom Menace. Whenever I watch it, it's not necessarily because I want to, but because I want to see some of the parts, like the the ten minutes that I really enjoyed. The Padre scene was was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yes. So you're gonna go Godzilla 1998 with Matthew Broderick over Phantom Menace. I mean, they're both terrible and awful, but, well, what do you think about Phantom Menace? I, I Obviously, it's oh, awful. Oh, I got a story for you, Bucko. Oh, okay. You got a story. So, yeah, I got a story. Uh, not to steal your intro, but, like, yeah. Uh, when it came out in 99, May 99, it's the weekend. I didn't get, I mean, we're kids, so we got to go when our parents were like, yeah, we'll take you to the movies. But I remember it was, like, a big day. We were, it was, like, a Saturday. I was off of school. We got to go to Oyster Bay Park, which was always the shit back in the day because they had the biggest playground by far. On you know, out of all the playgrounds we went to, and then we were gonna go see Phantom Menace. I'm like, this is the best oh, day man, ever. What a day! Yeah, what a day! It's so lined I'm up. Out there. Knock it down. I got and Oyster Bay has like it's a giant park on top of having a giant playground. We take we drive like the half hour to get there, and I'm riding my bike around. I'm like zooming around. I am like, uh, and of course I'm sugared up. I'm 12 years old. I'm like, yeah, Phantom Menace. Here we go. Oh God, Star Wars. <laughs> I ride my bike, and all of a sudden this little girl comes out in the middle of the like the bike road i'm on i mean she must have been three or four i run her over oh my god yeah you, you I ran mean, I, a I, small I girl over as hard as i can and i go the the tire goes over her and then she's trapped under the back tire oh my god i start freaking out i'm like oh my god and of course the girl's wearing like a bright pink dress and i'm like what the hell is going on? like oh my god like i I'm like a 12-year-old kid. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the family comes running over. The grandfather's screaming at me in Spanish, rolling up his sleeves. I'm like, this grandpa's going to hit me. And rightfully so. I just ran over his granddaughter, and she's got tire marks on her dress and face. And the, eventually, the aunt or the mother comes over and just, and just says to me, just go. So I get on my bike. I'm, I'm out of there. <laughs> go back. God. I go back, and I drink. You remember how they were all – I drink like 15 cans of Mountain Dew because I'm like that, – because that's what 12-year-olds do to drink their, their pains away. Of course. And they, and they have the Darth Mauls on the cans. They have the Ooh. Anakin Skywalkers on the cans. They have the Padme Amidala's on the cans. Yes, so because like, the movie's not out yet, but we have out. lots of advertising for it. So I have a harrowing day. I, I, I like – I've I've committed bicycle – Manslaughter. Bicycle atrocities. Bicycle atrocities, yeah. And well, then, at least you have a new movie ahead of you, a new Star Wars movie ahead of you. And then comes the moment where you get to see The Phantom Menace. And the torture of running over a small child with my bike is completely negated by the entire crap fest that is The Phantom Menace fucking menace i don't know i don't know if you'd say it would be negated i think overlap or overlaid i do not know what to tell you about phantom menace because i don't have any positive i, I no that's not true again i i i enjoyed ewan mcgregor and liam neeson to a lesser extent liam neeson wouldn't even come back for a cameo because that movie was so bad yeah it was really bad because nobody would say no to George Lucas, because at that point he had been inflated to this godlike level of creativity that 
unlike the previous movies, unlike episodes four, five, and six, where he had all these ideas, but he also had all these people that were willing to say no to him because he didn't have this reputation. Uh, and, you know, so like, no, George, that's that's stupid. Think of something else. Or, no, that's stupid. We'll do this instead. This will make it work. He, there, nobody questioned him. And he, and while I, I've watched I've watched a documentary on this, while they were doing a showing of it on the ranch before it actually released, everyone in that room, it was silent. Nobody... Like when, when it was supposed to clap? Not like at the end. Like, oh, there I was mean, no like ooh ahs. Yeah, like, pretty much. Wow. It was just like like oh uh, oh 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 mm. yes. So that I is mean, where I, we I got. I don't want to. It's 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 such an obvious target, but it is honestly the first time I've ever been disappointed as a child. Like for something that I, I expected to be great. Like otherwise, you have like the childhood optimism. You go back, you'll play some games on like Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo that you thought were great at the time, and then you're like, as ah, things kind of dated. But it still was okay. Phantom Menace was the first time I was like, my brain processed it as, wow, this is actually just disappointingly bad. Yeah, like I had read books that I, as a kid, couldn't appreciate, and I I didn't like them at the time. Like I read, I tried reading Game of Thrones when I was 10, but it wasn't until I was 15 that I could actually read the first book, Game of Thrones, and enjoy it. But Phantom Menace, doesn't matter what age you were, it was bad. It just all of it, all of the above was terrible. And the worst part is like Lucas is forever tainted for that. He's he's given away all the rights to Star Wars. He's donated everything. Star Wars is owned by Disney. He's given away billions to charity. But still, I feel like on his tombstone, it's going to be like, yeah, but what about the Phantom Menace? Like he could donate every single one of his billion dollars to charity and it'll be on his tombstone. Like, dude, what the hell was with Phantom Menace? (laughs) And that I, that Uh, I feel kind of bad for. I, I think he can live with it on what what money he's made in merchandising and this and the sh- and the movies and all that kind of. I think he I think he can live with it. He's probably fine considering he has kids and it seems like some of the choices were targeted for kids, maybe even his kids. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of any other movies that really let me down. I mean, Spider Man Three is the other one that really was like, good God, it just it ruined it. Is that the one that had the symbiont? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I I played the, I played the games with the symbiont. And I read some of the symbiont comic books, and I thought that was cool. So Venom what about was my favorite? He yeah, was so, my favorite bad guy. Well, I thought Black Suit Spider Man was also really cool. Uh, like like what he picked it. He I think he picked up the black suit in the comics. He picked up the black suit in on like an alien like arena or world war world or something. Yeah, I don't there remember. was the secret wars, and Spider Man was on another planet. Yeah, he got it from another planet. Yeah, I thought, I thought alien suit yeah yeah i thought that so, was cool so Spider-Man's what's what's bad about it yeah it just it was just terrible from the get-go like okay spider-man one it was like the first new Sp- spider-man movie x-men came out and it was okay x-men 2 was actually pretty good at least in my mind and then you get spider-man it's like all right it's like 2000 2001 you're like all right cool cgi spider-man all right cool it wasn't the great like looking back on probably wasn't fantastic tom mcguire probably not my first choice but it was it was good it was good. And then two came out and two was, had a good plot. Dr. Octopus was great. Like, all right. And then three, it's like, OK, now you're going to yeah. have some serious bad guys. Sandman. All, all right. Sandman, I guess. Uh, which for some reason, Sam Raimi was like, I want Sandman to be the bad guy. Number three. And everyone's like, oh, dude, there's like three. You could pick Electro. You could pick Craven the Hunter. You could pick a lot of things. Hell, we could bring back Willem Dafoe and make the Hobgoblin. Like whatever you want. He's like, no, we're going to do the Sandman. <laughs> We're gonna make this movie about a guy that turns into sand, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Sammy, but we need to add someone else." So, like, how about Venom? And he's like, "I don't want to do Venom. This actually happened. He really he purposely made Venom not good because it was not his first choice, and so they add Venom and they cast Topher Grace." Which yeah, I remember I, seeing that in a preview. Of that's that's a weird choice. I it, it is and it is. And the worst part is it's because maybe because my wife loves that 70s show and I like it, too. And yeah, I too. know that Topher Grace is a huge nerd. It, and the problem is, is he's just not jacked. Like Venom's supposed to be like this huge like Eddie Brock. Even without the suit is supposed to be like weightlifter big. Yeah. Like yeah, Arnold he was, level. He was like super and, super jock weightlifter. Yeah, and Tover Grace is not that. But the no. problem is, is, you know, they're like, hey, Tover, I'm your agent. I'm calling you up. Uh, they're offering you to be Venom. You know what? If you offered me that, I'd take it. I mean, and you know me, I'm not a, I'm a tiny shrimp of a person. I'm not going to be able to fill out the Venom suit per se. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it my all. And he did too. But it's just, it wasn't a good call. And it, they just were terrible with it. He was, 
oh god it was just such a letdown you just the, the sandman was awful you didn't feel for him like you did for for dr octopus in number two yeah that and, was i saw two and that was good yeah, two was great. Doctor Octopus had a story. You felt for him, like he, he his wife was killed in the experiment, and you, he wants and he starts going crazy because of the suit. It's, it was great. Oh man, all these then, experiments killing people then, we care about. Uh, yeah, and then you have Tobey Maguire walk around like a doucheburger because he's got the suit on, so it changes his personality, which pretty much means he puts on guy liner and dyes his hair black and parts it weirdly, <laughs> and and literally struts down the street. There's a scene <laughs> with music with him strutting and shooting finger guns at people. Pew, that's, pew. A, that's a that's a movie scene. All right, that, I could live with that, and, and then, by live, yeah, I didn't have to see it. So. Of course, come falls off of him. And he it goes to Topher Grace and he turns into like almost it looks like Carnage. He doesn't even look like Venom. He looks like a giant like a like Carnage, but with the Venom suit. And it was just so bad. And then they I, kill, uh, and then they kill him and the suit. So you can't even have a Venom remake. Did and they now, use Sonic waves to kill him? Yes, they okay. did. Okay, all right. No, so they kept no, the Sonic me. stuff. They yeah, they were some they, they subdued him by ringing some some iron bars and. Uh, he, the suit starts freaking out and then a hobgoblin bomb goes into the suit and blows it up <laughs> and blew up my dreams. And now it's 2017 <laughs> and they're doing a Venom rework with Tom Hardy as Venom. And please, God, let that be good. Tom that Har- sounds Tom Hardy. Yeah. I mean, that sounds right. You want to talk about a remake that was great. Mad Max. Good. Good Lord. Oh, my God. I, I no, no. Off. We're not supposed to be talking about good things go because Mad shit. Max too good. All right. So you want to talk about shit. You know how much of a D&D fan I am and how I love the, the Baldur's Gate series of games and even the Icewind Dale games. All those late 90s, early 2000 games. Sure. Well, talk about disappointments. Uh, in September 2005... Dungeons and Dragons Dragon Shard came out. Now this game, so so D and D has a bunch of settings, and Eberron, Eberron was a new D and D setting that I loved. It had like it had low level like magic effort, like it had like lightning, uh, it had lightning trains and it had, like technology like, that was used by magic. Yeah, like, like like they they like had flying ships in a world where there was only supposed to be like medieval times yeah and they had like flying ships that were powered by elementals bound to huge rings around them it was such a cool setting i love that setting so how they destroy it for you buddy so dragon shard was a real-time strategy again at the time i loved real-time strategy games so we had starcraft going i still played a ton of that warcraft 3 dragon shard was going to be a real-time strategy D&D game set in, like, my favorite setting. Guess what? It was I... freaking awful. They had they had hero units kind of like kind of like Warcraft 3, except they were done all wrong, and the game was not even on Warcraft 3-level graphics. They had this weird above-world, underworld idea, which was kind of cool. Like, like above-world, you'd have, like, your armies fighting, and below-world, you would have adventurers going through and, like, finding treasure and stuff. Sounds like a cool idea. None of it was executed correctly, and there was nothing, like, Eberron about the setting. They had, like, some names and stuff, and the, I tried playing the campaign. That was a huge... Yeah. I was, never even heard of this game. Yes. I'm gonna be honest. Like, you know me. I, I like, I, I, when it comes to, to the nerdiness of things, especially D&D, I usually try to keep up. I didn't even hear of this game. Yeah, nobody did. Nobody heard about Dragon Shard, apparently, except for young Austin, who had just finished his high schoolness and wanted and was in college and was enjoying not Dragon Shard. He was not enjoying Dragon Shard. And then a year later, we had Dungeons and Dragons Online. This was this was the D&D MMO. Again, Austin, he was so happy and he he actually played the beta for this. And the beta the beta was fun. Actually like the gameplay was fun. It gave but, you no warning signs. Well, see here's the thing is that I thought that that once the game was out of the beta stage, like as I played it in early beta, the concerning thing was that the the lead developer in the forums, like they were really active in there, but the lead developer said that he wanted to make the game like one, like the old mud games, the old uh, multi-user dungeon games, where basically there was not a lot of content. It was just you kept doing the same thing over and over again until so you, you were got grinding. like better at it. Was it was just it was a grind fest, is what it is. So okay, what we ended up with was low amount of content. And different difficulty levels for the low amount of content. So it's like, oh, you go through this dungeon, good job, you did that. Oh, now you want to earn better rewards by going through the same dungeon again and doing it better? Oh, okay, but except I played that game for... it. 
I really wanted to like it because <laughs> I loved MMOs at the time. We were playing we were playing World of Warcraft. I I, I think every like company such a cool was idea. like, you know what? I'm gonna make an MMO of this product. Yes, that was the time of MMOs and D and D Online was it. Was they it had the, the worst world of... one you've played? The worst MMO? Soup to Nuts, is it the worst one? It was definitely the biggest disappointment. The worst MMO, I didn't care for EverQuest 2. I did put, like, a lot less time into that. Like, I really, I really tried to make it, D&D it Online... Yeah, I really tried to make D&D Online work, and and it was not cooperating. So, oh, oh, my God, they had so many cool cool ideas. And, like, like it was like going through a dungeon. It was really cool, except there was no freaking content. Plus, plus they had the world of Eberron to work with, but they put it in Zendrick, which was this jungle frontier. Okay, I guess that's kind of an of a good idea. But there was nothing like Eberron from it. it. Like they had Warforge, they had the magical construct people. That was it. And and yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. D so D and D online. This is, this is supposed to be cathartic. Just let oh, it out, buddy. God. Just it's D and D okay. online was it, it's it was not a your huge fault. disappointment. I, it it's made not me your sad. Fault. It's. It made me sad. Now, before we go on to my next disappointments, because these are really hard on me, please share yeah, something. There's, there's worse than D&D Online for yeah. you? Yeah, that... there is. Really? Yeah, I, and I, I need... Do you I want need me a... to dive right into the worst one that's... that the wor Worse than Phantom Menace for me. Yeah, I need a minute before we go on to the next thing. All right. I'll paint you a picture, buddy, because you're part of it for this beginning part. <laughs> oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, let's we'll go ahead. So it was 99 when we got let down by Phantom Menace. Let's move forward to the year 2001. I turned 15 years old on November 16th. You know that because your birthday's right after mine. Don't ever Not try to November look me up. November 17th. Yeah, don't ever try to look me up on the internet. That's not my actual birthday. <laughs> anyway, so I have a birthday party. It's on a Friday. My birthday's on an actual Friday that year. You're all over my house, and my grandmother and my grandfather come by, Nan and Pop up, love them dearly. Still here to this day. Love them. Mwah. Love them. But they come over, and Nana always gave the clutch gift. Always. Like, I, I don't know if my mom let her or if it was just, like, by chance. But Nana always had the best one. Like, if you, like if my mom got me a Nintendo one year, my grandma then got me, beloved Nana got me Mario 64. So it was Ooh. just, like, it always amped it up. So well, this, this is the disappointment, right? Mario yeah. 64? Oh, come on. That thing's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nana always gave the clutch gift. So this is it. This is the year. I Four days earlier, on November 12th, Metal Gear Solid 2 has come out. It is the sequel to my favorite game ever. Metal I Gear. remember you really like Metal Gear. I, it's still it's still my favorite game of all time. St to this day. So I actually kicked you guys all out of my house. <laughs> I'm not oh, man, you gave me this. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's the Friday, and I'm like, okay, everybody has their pizza. I'm like, okay, cool, ice cream, cake, see ya. And they're like, we're not sleeping over or anything? No. <laughs> I, and like I think like Morrison and Golden were like totally prepared to sleep over. Like, oh, okay, we guess we'll go over Morrison's house then. I didn't. He's like, yeah, all right, have a good time, guys. Bye. Oh I wow. I literally kicked you guys out of my house. It's like, yeah, okay, birthday over, have fun. Wow, and I did not I, remember I that. I run downstairs and pop this bad boy because I know it's single player. I'm not. I'm like, I'm not even gonna try to entertain the thought that this is multiplayer and that I want you guys involved. No, the journey must begin immediately. So I kiss Nana and pop up goodbye, run downstairs, and here we go. Mountain Dew's out. Let's rock. I'm playing. But, and mm -hmm. then it's like, oh, PlayStation 2 graphics. Whoa. Oh, it's Solid Snake. He's got a mullet now. He's awesome. <laughs> and he's got this, He's already got the invisible ninja suit. Everything's, mm, uh, everything's mullet, great. Mullet, awesome. He jumps off a bridge onto a boat. He's sneaking around. I'm like, yes, yes, this is awesome. And he, he finds the new Metal Gear. Revolver Ocelot shows up. Everything goes down. And then the the... The barge that he's on explodes. Metal Gear escapes and screen goes black. And then it f goes to the future at the time, which was 2007 in the game. The far off year and of 2007. I, a man sneaking. And I'm like, that's not Solid Snake's voice. Who's talking on the codec? And it's like, hey, my name's Raiden. I have blonde hair and I like to whine a lot. I'm about to ruin this game for Ryan O'Connor. And that's what happens. You play as this guy named Raiden who is nothing like Solid Snake. He's introspective and he whines and he is just super annoying. And the it just So they completely replaced your favorite character. This is character. my birthday. They replaced my favorite character with this piece of shit. And Tell us it, how you really feel. It's my no, because screw that. It's my birthday, and I've kicked you all out of my house, and three hours later, I'm almost in tears like what is going on here why why did they do this why did you do this to me kojima <laughs> why why 
And so that's what happens. And I just I, I go to sleep genuinely concerned. Like, what am I going to do if this game's terrible and I have to play as this guy? Wow. And I did have to do that for the rest of the game. Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, I ranted, I know, but I don't care. It's but just... no, no, now, now I feel strong enough to go into what was my birthday gift. Uh, because it was my favorite one of one of my favorite game series. Uh, that uh, was it, it the was... same year. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we're in 2006 right now, my friend. Ooh. Flash forward five years. 2006. It's November. It's November 17th. It's my birthday. I thought it was a special day because guess what came out? Guess what was available at the GameStops? It was Sonic the Hedgehog. 2006. I had played Sonic Adventure. I really enjoyed it. I'd played Sonic Adventure 2. I had really enjoyed that game, Sonic the Hedgehog. Not adventure, nothing nothing new. It's like a reboot, a reset of the title. Sonic Why, were, they, were they bad or something after that? Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. I started playing the game. I, gameplay was not quite the same as uh, Sonic Adventure or Sonic Adventure 2 with, uh, with the fast-paced running and, and jumping. Uh, it was a little slower, a little, little more sluggish. It was on my Xbox, if I recall correctly. And, uh, Why did something and happen to the Dreamcast? Don't hurt my Dreamcast feelings. Power Stone, Sonic Adventure, that thing was a powerhouse until Marvel's Sega. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, you know Marvel vs. Capcom 2, that game, that thing, that guy was a great console. I'm just trying to console you as you, as you tell this tale. Sonic the Hedgehog, there were fireworks. There was a weird girl. You know what's really weird? When Sonic the Hedgehog is CGI'd with realistic-looking humans. Also CGI. 2006 CGI Sonic in like his cartoon form. like a form. real human girl? Yeah, and he carries her around, and it's really weird. That is a little odd. Interspecies romance, huh? Yeah. I guess as a... Uh, as a as a twenty year old, I should have been able to handle this kind of weird disappointment and the, the the differences between a cartoon CGI character carrying in his arms a human. That was really weird. And you know what? I didn't get more than probably about an hour and a half into Sonic the Hedgehog two thousand six because that game was a piece of hot garbage. And you know Tell what? How you feel? Two that two, two years later. Another Sonic game that looked way better because I'd only seen the good teaser stuff for it, Sonic Unleashed, November 2008, came out. And it's like, oh man, we got the we got the side-scrolling 3D Sonic gameplay that you love, and we mixed in something new. Oh, well, what's, what's the, the new something thing? new? Oh, what's the new thing? Tell what's me, What's the buddy. new thing? I found out about 15 minutes into the game. The new thing is they turn Sonic into a werewolf, and they make it like bad god of war gameplay that's half the game so for every good cool sonic level they decide to to dilute it or not even dilute it you know the whole bad apple in the bunch spoiling everything else mm -hmm. that's fucking sonic unleashed with werewolf levels wait and they call him a you no, hated no, more no, than... no 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 and they call him a werehog and that doesn't make any sense because he wouldn't be a werehog because werewolves are men wolves because the were part that's the human part. So they call him a werehog, and that means that he's a man hog. He's not a man hog. He's a hog wolf. I don't know what the hell. It's my brain. Yes, I guess he would be a hedgehog wolf. And Did my you head. Take a sip of water because you were that frothing. No, no, I just, I just can't collect all my thoughts, and they're breaking when I think about Sonic Unleashed with his Stretch Armstrong werewolf arms, trying to claw like through robots. No, he, he became a werewolf with huge arms that would stretch out like ten feet and smack things. It was literally God of War, except instead of Kratos's chain like whip things, they were his huge long Stretch Armstrong arms. Now, I, I, I think this, I know the answer to this question, but it. God of War was awesome, and it was violent and great for what it was. I'm assuming this was not rated M for Mature. No, it was rated freaking R for Break Your Brain, Cthulhu can't exist in this reality. What the hell? Nothing could make up for that game, and, and it broke it broke every part of my brain. But you should have seen this coming with Sonic the Hedgehog in 2006, making it... Then he turns into a werewolf in 2008. But I liked Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 and the old Sonic games. I, I couldn't... It was two years later. They, I had reset my expectations. Why I'm not even going to go into... <laughs> ah, ah, Let it out. Ah. 
let it out. So sad. And then before that, they destroyed my favorite my favorite mech series, Armored Core Four. In December of 2006, that Armored Core 4. I liked Armored Core 2 and 3 and all the expansions they put out on the PlayStation 2, and I love them. You pl- you piloted a giant mech suit, and you, you had customizations, and you had cool multiplayer where you fought waves or you fought your your, your friends and and you, and you had caution orange mechs you remember caution orange i remember caution orange so yes. this is like so this game was kind of like gundam wing except a game yeah it was armored core and they put out armored core 4 also on the xbox of disappointment armored core 4 with its awful multiplayer and its weird awful story because i mean other other armored core games there was post-apocalyptic future and like corporations controlled everything so that was kind of cool but armored core 4 you didn't understand anything that was happening and you know what they made up for that game because they put out armored core 4 answer later like i think it was a year or two later they put out armored core 4 answer it was the answer Wait, it was actually the, called answer it was called 4 answer it, it was it, because i assumed that they were answering all the all the awful things that they had done with armored core 4 That's and 4 answer was really good star wars episode 7 the first line in the movie goes this will set things right yes that was jj abrams little wink to the audience don't worry we're going to take care of the series that you that you love so much that was disappointment that in the past destroyed for you <sighs> my god all right what so else do you have i can't core, talk about the answer i can't armored- Armored Core 4 Answer was a really good game, and it had dope online multiplayer. Yes, I say dope because that's what it deserved. It was awesome. Uh, I, I don't know how much more disappointment I can take. You are, what, you are breaking at the seams. Give, this is what me, I wanted from you. Give me something else. Give, you Push talk. the limit. Do you want another one where that let me down? Well, we, this is an episode of letdowns. It's awful. I don't know why we're even doing this. It's because you gotta you gotta just let it out sometimes. If you don't catch and then release, it, you just bottle it up. Pull the trigger. What else All you right. got? Devil May Cry. Now I'm not even going the new one. The new one is what it is. I, to be honest, the gameplay is good. It's tough. It, it, and really, people just hate it because they made Dante emo. And I get it. I Wasn't Dante it. always emo? No, don't you dare! Don't you? Didn't he always have dare. the long hair and he, he had, had the, the long, long jacket? And yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was like don't... a Japanese anime he villain. He wasn't emo. He wasn't crying and stuff. Like he was like he just he looked badass. He I'm looked... sad. I'm half devil or whatever. Listen, I tried to bleach my hair in high school. Fact to try to get it. To... And my wife's looking at me right now as we're recording with her face laughing at me because she knows what it ended up looking like. I thought I could get it white. You what, got blonde, Dante's right? from Devil May Cry. No, I ended up looking like Eminem. Yeah, listen, you got that Eminem look. That shit was hot at the time. You was so cool. Talk about disappointment. I wanted it to be white like Dante's. That's really what I was aiming for. I remember. I, so I, what? Else, what was disappointing about this game? So what? To give you the happy ending to the Metal Gear Solid crap fest that happened. So I wake up the next day and I got two video games for my birthday. And I'm like, I, I honestly couldn't. I didn't have the heart to play more Metal Gear Solid at the time. So I look over and I see I got Devil May Cry, which came out earlier that year. And my buddy, your friend and I, Bert Sanchez, told yeah, yeah. us like, oh, dude, this is the best game ever. You're going to love it. It's, it's crazy. It's difficult. And you're going to love it. And there's guns. And the, the main guy is cool. There's like, guns. And there's swords. And the main guy's cool. Plus the demons so and devils. 15. Were they devils or demons? Were they lawful or chaotic? Don't don't do that, Austin. Come on now. They, they, they were evil. In, they were I'm going to start inserting D&D references in like I used to insert Ghost in the Shell references in. By the way, I haven't seen I the like Ghost in the Shell both. movie yet because I really wanted to reference it in this, but I haven't seen the movie yet. It's partially funny. because, yeah, yeah. It's funny that we're doing a show about letdowns. Apparently that's one of like the biggest letdowns ever. And we actually and and you try to reference it all the time, and you actually didn't see the movie, nor can you reference it now. Bato, all right, you're letting me down by doing that. Listen, I want to watch it, but I just haven't put the time aside yet, and uh, its reviews are not favorable, and I never expected them to be. Ah, whatever. Yeah, to just give everybody a happy ending. So, fifteen-year-old Ryan has his dreams broken by Metal Gear Solid. So, I wake up and I pop in Devil May Cry. And my friend Bert was right. This game was the shit. You want to talk about dope? You get two guns. One's black, one's white, ebony and ivory. You're shooting stuff. Your guys have demon. You're fighting. The game's difficult as hell, and it's not. Oh, the guns are, are, are ebony and ivory? Like, 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 the, the, like the torn good and evil between your soul? Yeah, and you get a sword, oh. and it's awesome. Your guys has white hair and a 
big red jacket and you look badass and you feel bad. Are you are you half demon and half angel or are you half human, half demon? I think he's half human, half demon. Pretty sure. I don't remember. I haven't played right. it in a while. So you're like, this is great. This is fucking awesome. And you know what? Unlike Dark Souls, you actually get to kick ass and not just put up with difficulty. Oh, that's right. I think we call it a power fantasy. Yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care. What, 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 so what do you call yourself, a masochist if you play Dark Souls? No, I call myself a fantasy realist. A- I want to die repeatedly, and the only reason that I can come back to life is because I'm cursed by the dark side. Great. So you get emotionally destroyed at work, and then you come home to get destroyed in a video game. No, I come that home to play Dark Souls and to defeat terribly powerful bosses after being frustrated, and I need to get better and better until I get friends to come help me because I can't keep dying to this boss. Boss. Yeah, well, Devil May Cry didn't need friends because you were as boss. There. And the game was still hard, so you felt awesome, but you also accomplished things. Anyway, so the game was the shit, and it was great, and I'm like, I think my friend Burn, oh my god, this is the best game ever, and I, I, like, I beat it on like super difficulty. Where's the disappointment? Okay, well then, two years later, 2003, oh. <laughs> Devil May Cry 2 comes out. I remember I looked at Burton like, we gotta go get the game, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> yes, yeah, we saddle do. up. <laughs> and we both buy it, and weekend, and this is before cell phones, so we were not messaging each other. So Monday rolls around after the weekend of playing the game, and we both look at each other and we're like, cool. "What happened to you? Did you have fun? <laughs> you gotta feel it out." It's like, "Did you have fun?" It's like, "Did you?" <laughs> and then we find out, like, so Dante, he's 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 wisecracking. He's he's not like full on Deadpool, but he's like he's he's cocky. He's badass. And you know what they did? They're like. We're going to take his personality. We're going to shove that shit inside. We're going to make him not talk. And when he does, he's kind of like, man, um, I think I'm going to fight some demons. <laughs> oh. So are you telling me that he got world weary? Like he started no, out as not this, even as this weary. He sad, just was like, cracking character. And like, then it's like 15 years later. Like, I can't make no, jokes anymore. Petulant. I like, keep he, killing demons. No, it's not even like I'm not I'm too old for this shit. Like it was like pissy. Like, pissy was the best way to describe him. Just, like, moody. Just, oh, like, so remember, they, like, they, like, back, when they you were, moved like, his 15, character even further back. Yeah, like, yeah 15, of course. And just, like, everything Teenager. sucked and no one liked you. But you know what? You weren't that great to deal with anyway. So it was just, like, you know what? You are a moody little whiny pansy. Like, that's what he was like. He, like, he wasn't like, oh, I've just I've, I've seen too much in my life. Like, no, you, you're just whining a lot. And he, it, what he, the worst part is he didn't even talk anymore. And when he did, he was just like, oh, this sucks. I was like, you know what? This game sucks. And the worst part is they make the difficulty so much lower. The game's easy as hell. And then they the worst part is they fuck up the controls. <laughs> how do you how do you take a sequel to a game that had fantastic controls and then screw it up? The framework was there. If it's not broken, you got to try to fix it. It's as if Gears of War made Gears of War 2 and then the cover system was non-existent. You just had your guys <laughs> run into walls and just shoot at aliens and then they just destroyed you because you couldn't hide anymore behind cover let's take out one of the integral parts of the game all right that's what i they get did. It. but but that game's not like super long right no devil may cry no it was it was reasonable enough why where all are we right. where are we going here Hoff? uh because let's say you've enjoyed this what one of the really good D game series i keep going back to these because they're, i guess yeah dungeons and dragons are close to my heart so so Dungeons and Dragons, we had we had the series of Neverwinter Nights. It was a continuation of like the old Baldur's Gate computer RPG series, where you like played a party and you played through the story and you had like role playing and choices that kind of stuff. So we had Neverwinter Nights two, which was which was good. And then they put out the expansion for that game, Neverwinter Nights uh, two: Mask of the Betrayer. Ooh. They took the story for that game and they amped it up to the highest level. And they took the villain of Neverwinter Nights 2, they made him an ally, found out, like, oh, this guy's he's got such a cool backstory, and they had such interesting party members that you that you picked up in Mask of the Betrayer. Mask of the Betrayer, if you look it up, it is considered, like, one of the best computer RPGs, and it's an expansion. But it was huge. It had base building. You, you gotta keep. Anyway, I can't I talk about all the, the good other things. Shoe. About it's to drop. Oh, it's about to drop hard because after that, you might consider this a cash grab because I did. They put out Neverwinter Nights to Storm of Zehir, and the way that it was, uh, the way that it was posed, that it was, that it was marketed, was, oh man, you really enjoyed like Baldur's Gate, right? And you really enjoyed like all the the ability to explore different areas and enjoy, and like you have all these cool characters and storylines, and you could go wherever you wanted instead of like a, a more linear storyline. You get like, a little. In, uh, Sandboxy, you get a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh man, Grand Theft Auto, you go wherever you want, man. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could choose where you want to go. Storm is that here? 
oh man, let's load this up. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I'm traveling along and each of these areas, it's weird. Like, when do I hit the actual game? Because each of these areas that I get to, they're really shallow. It's like I go here and I fight something and it's like, oh, okay, that was that was it. And and, and what about the side characters? There's no, like, there's no towns, there's no people to interact with. No, no, it's it's pretty pretty awful. And this was this was a full priced expansion. The only saving grace they added more classes and, and prestige classes to, to this game, so you have more customization options. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The game itself was a piece of crap. Again, this this game was a huge disappointment. To so you got prepared. to have all these options to make these cool guys, but no game to play it in. Yeah, they they it's like oh here's all these cool tools, and, and guess what? Come out. You're not to get to use them. Uh, Storm set here came out in 2008. Uh, yeah. Why? You have anything from 2008? So it's not like you had like a Sonic game where you <laughs> turned it. Oh no, no! It's not like Sonic Unleashed come out right so you in had November. You a double dose in one month's time of two of your favorite things utterly Being failing you. crap. Oh yeah, that was. It was destroying me. I I had nothing. Oh my god! You know, I think I actually might have gone back at that point and played Baldur's Gate two again to make me me less nauseous. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, we can continue along with the, the the bad sequels. What about Dragon Age two for you, buddy? I think this oh. one we both share. Oh my God, Dragon Age two, again, following up on Dragon Age, which was a spiritual successor to guess what, the Baldur's Gate series with like its open sandbox role playing D and D esque nature uh, of of Dragon Age one. Oh, you could do so many things. You had all these choices. You could make a character whatever you wanted to, and it was like tactical combat. Oh, this is really cool. Wait, let's have Dragon Age two. Oh, what happened to the to the making your own character? Uh, okay, you're Hawk. All right, you have to be so, human. You could be an alpha dwarf or a human in the original. But but no, not and and yeah, and they all had their own origins and these like cool beginning stories. How cool was that? No. Fuck you. You're Hawk. You're gonna you're, you're gonna now. be a human. Your name is Hawk, and I mean you could choose whatever class you want. It doesn't matter. Go screw yourself. By the way, you know the really cool big human dudes, like the the Cunari, the coolest thing was the culture. By the way, no, they're fucking demons now. They have huge ass horns. Oh, well, see, now this is where we disagree, because I still ad- admit that this game's a disappointment in a different way. You did not like that they made the Canari giant and, and have horns. They already were giant, but they were realistic cultural human giants. They were bigger, and like, and, and the thing that was interesting about them was their culture. But no, now let's just make them interesting by making them look like deep giant demons. What the hell? I and then like how? That. And then how do they explain the old Cunari? I don't even know because it broke my brain. No, they again, because one of your main characters in Dragon Age One was a Cunari, but he didn't have horns. They said certain ones don't. It wasn't horns. It was they look completely different. It's like oh, they don't have horns. No, they look completely different. They, it's not just the horns. It's they they look like freaking demons. They did have gray skin. Yes. All right. And I, they're I'll giant. That I mean, if you giant, I, giant. I, I liked that they made them different because otherwise it's like they're just weird. Just, they're just like warrior-like humans. How did you feel, because I think we're going to disagree here too, is how did you feel about the combat of the game? The combat of the game was tight. You liked but, it, You liked that they made it more action-packed as opposed to the hit-pause, program your characters, unpause. It was different. I liked the old combat better because... I see, I liked the old combat better because it reminded me, again, this reminded me of like, of like CRPGs, of computer RPGs like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights. That was the first one. They changed it a lot. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. It was not. I it liked still, it. Better. It was entertaining. It was more action packed. It was like it was like Mass Effect. There was. It was yes, more. Except you were. It's because you were playing Hawk and you it were just was... telling the other guys what to do. Whereas you could swap in to the other people, you weren't telling everyone what to do at the same time. It was. It was like the Mass Effect games, except you could you could swap to other characters. Yeah, I think that the the number one thing that was disappointing about that game was. I felt like I was in five, like you were describing the D&D online at the beginning of the episode, is I felt like I went into the same ten dungeons every time. And as the game progressed, the dungeons just, they made, they added like an extra quarter or a third to the dungeon already. It got to the point where it was so bad near the end of the game. And mind you, I remember I was working for the state for the at that time and you get a ton of time off. I took off an entire week of work to play this game. Because I loved Dragon Age 1 that much. And 2 was like, okay, well, now it's Mass Effect and it's more action-packed. And you know that's my niche. I like that. And I really enjoyed Mass Effect, by yeah. the way. But I liked I, 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 I wanted the more action-packed. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to take a week off of work and play this game. And I did that just to show you the dedication of it. So I beat the game in a very, relatively short amount of time. And I, it got to the point where I rem- 
would go into the dungeons and I would know where guys were going to pop out. So I instantly would turn and attack that area because it was the same recycled garbage crap dungeon every single time, except they would just change the colors of the walls or they would add fog in a certain area. But it was just the same rehashed shit. Once again, the, like I said about freaking Devil May Cry 2 is the prototype was there. You already made a good game. If you just make more of the same, I wouldn't even be angry. I'd call you lazy, sure. But don't make it worse. That's called, yeah, that's just bad. I mean, see, I, I hate criticizing things like this because I was like, could you do better? I don't know. Probably not. But it sounds like really bad game design. And I, I... especially because it was already, if you just made more of the same, people would bitch because it would be, it would seem lazy and a cash grab, but at least it would be more of what people liked. This, they just gave you less and told you to suck it up and deal with it. Uh, All right, we, 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 yeah, okay, so, yeah, Dragon Age 2 was a disappointment. I, I, we, look, we, they we, bailed we got themselves it. out with 3. I didn't, I didn't play 3 because I heard that there was so much, like, MMO, go-do-this-quest-grinding kind There's of stuff. a lot of fetch quests, but I liked it. I, I heard that it was good, you just had to deal with the quests. Anyway, we, we gotta, we gotta move on yeah. near the end. What you got? What's your, what's oh, your last one? Talk about okay. Borderlands? Because this one bothered you. You why don't you tell me a little about what happened with you? You know what game? Okay, so you know what? This is an interesting roller coaster. You know what game put me to sleep that I tried playing repeatedly. I tried playing it alone. I tried playing it with my with with friends. Borderlands One. It it put me to sleep. And I I, I tried playing. No, it was it was kind of it was kind of flat. It wasn't that colorful. It had some humor, but it didn't seem like they knew where they were going with it. I tried Borderlands before I played Borderlands Two when it came out, and then I tried it after because guess what? I loved Borderlands Two so amazing. It had the, one of the such, best bad guys in uh, in the history of games. And Borderlands Two is back. such such a good game. And then they put out Borderlands the pre-sequel. This was not Gearbox. This was 2K Games Australia. Anyway, it was not the Borderlands 2 developer. I was willing to to look past that. And you know what was really cool? The opening for Borderlands the pre-sequel. You know what was really cool? This, the characters for Borderlands the pre-sequel. The, the characters talked. They had personality. They didn't really have that in Borderlands 2. And the voice acting was fun. They had, they had the, the best thing about Borderlands pre-sequel was the characters that you played. The worst thing was everything else. The quest had you running back and forth. The, if, the quest it, it felt the really part. It felt lazy. It felt... It felt lazy and disappointing, and there was some I I really liked. Like they had a couple, they had a couple interesting quests and characters. They were using lingo that I wasn't familiar with because it was Australian, and I thought that was interesting. But guess what? That doesn't make up for the fact that you had me go to the same place six times and run in between two areas because you disabled the fast travel. That it, hmm, it was yeah, forced. That was the worst part. It's because it like, was forced elongation of the game, and it made it a miserable experience that I didn't even get to, I, I didn't even play the expansion that I, re- they, they put out the Claptrap expansion for that. That game, you could play as Claptrap. I really wanted to play at it. You wanted to play Claptrap more, so you I played Claptrap. You. I did. No, but that. that's fine. I thought the characters, again, it didn't make up for it. Then they, they put out the expansion. Mm, oh my God, that this was the first season pass too. It scarred me for season passes. I guess it didn't scar me. It taught me lessons. Don't buy season passes at all because I bought the season pass for this game thinking, oh man, this can be like Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2 had some kick-ass expansions. It had the Dungeons and & Dragons expansion. And the new characters are great. It was incredible. Guess what? Borderlands pre-sequel. Of the three things, the three expansions that you were going to get with the, with the season pass, two of them were new characters that I didn't care about. One of them was an expansion that I didn't play because I was so pissed off that I, I never actually... We never we, we played like 10 or... We, we played maybe, we maybe an the, hour or two. We beat the pre-sequel. We beat the pre-sequel, but they, they put out the Claptrap Adventure, which was supposed to be really cool or something. Yeah, we played an hour of it. That was it, because guess what? Ah, couldn't couldn't play that game and enjoy it anymore. The only at reason all. why, yes, I will give you this, is the fetch quests were really annoying. And the only reason, uh, to give everybody a nice little end note and how good friends we are, is I honestly don't think I would have beaten it if, it if I didn't play with three good friends. Because the running in between each quest would have been mind-numbing. and It, and it was only because we had each other to we, entertain we ourselves. We did have each other. Like, we, I was like, okay, well, we'll all have to run for ten minutes. But like we would be BSing, be like, oh, my character just picked up this. Oh, cool, I can do this now. Let's build our builds around these things. If Could I you imagine playing that game single player? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. couldn't. 
Couldn't do it. And I played Borderlands 2 single player multiple times. I did multiple playthroughs with different characters I, because that, that Jesus. I think that you, you know what? You did pick the best one to close on because I think honestly this one's the is is strictly disappointing. It didn't make me angry or upset like Devil May Cry 2 or Metal Gear Solid 2. Like those games actually made me bitter and angry. This uh, Borderlands 3 sequel is just kind of a dis- like I was more just like, yeah. oh, you guys let me yeah. down. Like you dropped yeah. the ball. It was a disappointment. It was like, oh, I sure hope Borderlands 3 comes out it doesn't, soon. No. Oh, guess, they, guess what? All the news guess what? Guess how long it's been. terrible. It's, it's like, been forever. Yeah. And also all the news for it. It's like, we're going to make it more like the first game. It's like, you mean the, not the one that sold out like number two? and was No. Great. Why would you do that? Please. Ugh. I tried playing Borderlands 1 with friends. And I you're tried shocked playing it that Battleborn failed. And I fell asleep. Like, I bought Battleborn. I pre-purchased Battleborn because I'm like, I love a Gearbox. Gearbox, I love you. Can't go into any more. Just let, let's let it close on the pre-sequel. Are you going to put this I, on the on the Twitterverse, Austin? Of course, we're going to put this on the Twitterverse. Put it on the Twitterverse. Let them let them send out some twitters about the the uh, what what disappoints them. Because they got to oh let it God. out too. We all got to let it all out. Yeah, I, I need to go. Tell have, us like, your nice Godzilla. Tell us your Phantom Menace. Tell us your Metal Gear Solid or Devil May Cry two. Tell us your Borderlands pre-sequel. What let you down? I'm going to have a nice sushi dinner. I need something to make me happy because we've just my stomach actually hurts because I was getting I was getting aggravated. You should see my hand motions. It's insane. I don't know why I did this to us. You can follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin. You can't follow follow the show. (laughs) You can follow the show at Robot Congress. Please tweet to the show. We love getting your favorite parts of the episode where we love hearing what what disappointed you. Yeah, if we that disappointed way we... you, let us know. Just let us know what anything yeah. disappointing really. What let you uh, like or subscribe to us on iTunes and make sure you give us a five star rating or not. Hashtag five stars only. Don't listen to O'Connor. <laughs> Have a great night. That was a headgum podcast. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End was the first movie I walked out of. The Batman Robin with Arnold. It's a great one. When you chill out, Austin. (laughs) Right here. Do it. (laughs) Right here. Mr. Freeze. The new one with Brian Cranston was was pretty good. I didn't didn't even know there was a new one. Yeah, I got hammered with Golden and saw it in the theater. (laughs) That that is no way. That is no way way to watch a movie. I mean, what? I mean I know, okay, no, that's no way to have an opi- a serious opinion about a movie is being wasted. That you only remember it's it's like watching a movie. It's like watching a movie. I don't know, fucking high. Uh, it enha- I'm sure. Oh, are you the expert on this? No, I'm not. I've I, I've smoked the weed once. Save it once. for the movie. Save it for the podcast because now I have opinions on the Godzilla. This on the God Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, aliens, Colonial Marines. Yeah, I think all the well, I mean, yeah, the, I didn't play any of those. So it's I I only played the one at Strategy Game Corner, uh, and that one was kind of fun to play. Oh, that game was dope. The, the Aliens vs Predator. Yeah, I gave you that. I just gave you that as a gift. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. I, I haven't played it. You and Morrison need to play that. I got it for the three of us. I figured. So we can finally settle who's the best out of the three of us. So you can play your predator. I'll play the alien. I'm more so play the marine. I just I like the, oh that, well no the thing no what we played with like the mod or something. Uh, well yeah you, made, you played with the mod that made the predator that, that much gave, better. Like gave got the, the predator like a grappling hook or something. Yeah they didn't yeah. need that. No but it was super fun and cool. That's it, why I liked. Yeah it was super fun and made your favorite character more powerful. Of course you liked it. When is See that save game? it for the show. Save it for the show. God damn it.